So you, do I understand this correctly? You went up in a helicopter with, was it an iPhone 12 or an iPhone 12 Pro? Two iPhone 12 Pros. I had one on a gimbal. Um, and then I had one, you know, just like wrapped around a harness. Um, so I could kind of multitask and get like stills and then not have to like take the camera off my gimbal to get like stills. So then I could just switch to video really quickly and just kind of like utilize the the fuel <laughs> and like the <laughs> flight time to the best of its capabilities. And, uh, yeah, I did two flights in SF, one at sunrise, one at sunset, and then one down in, uh, like the Monterey Big Sur area. Sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was incredible. It's just, uh, I've done it, you know, I've done those flights in hundreds of times probably now, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> it, it blows my mind a little bit what, uh, what these little devices, you know, can do <laughs> these days. Do you have a default rig for when you're up there? Is there anything that you shoot with more than anything else just for context? I'm a Canon guy. So yeah, I, I usually have I've been I've had the Canon 5DSR for the past couple of years, as well as the 1DX Mark II, which I just recently sold for the uh, I finally switched to mirrorless and went to the Canon R5. Kind of nice. just got that, and then I was mainly shooting with iPhones on this uh, first project. So, <laughs> well, there's some things like they have big glass and big sensors, and Apple sort of brings big compute. And because they can process so fast, they can do all the image stacking and the bracketing and get you the highlights and the the detail in the shadows. And now full on HDR, which was a bit of a pain to try to capture before this. Yeah, no. And, you know, the HDR is incredible looking and, you know, it's able to fit in beautifully. And you just like what I realize is that there's just so much room, more room to edit these files than you know, I, I like used to have, like, I feel like there is room to edit an iPhone video file, which, you know, you normally wouldn't think so, but just like straight out of camera too. They're just yeah. amazing <laughs> for the most part. They do a really good job with the tone mapping that I think I wasn't surprised because Apple's always been really, really good at color, yeah. but there's just, when you get, when you move to 10 bits from eight bits, it sometimes it's two extra bits to do wrong. Um, but it seems like they really have a handle on really nice dynamic range. Um, it's not oversaturated. Mm-hmm. It's not over contrasty. They have really yep. rich reds, deep greens, but it, it doesn't look cartoonish, which was my big worry going in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think HDR and like tone mapping has just had a bad name forever in the photo industry anyways. Yeah. Uh, I like to call it like grunge photography and like, <laughs> good hdr is like unnoticeable like i've done hdr on like blends and 32-bit blends on my photos for years and like no one would ever think that like i did hdr it's just uh apple maybe is like maybe they're going to be the company that like helps kind of bring it back around and like standardizes it and like kind of does it right like none of the platforms really support like Dolby Vision or HDR yeah. yet, but it's just like Apple's almost like ahead now. Like now I want HDR monitors and like now I want like YouTube and like Vimeo and like Instagram to like support HDR. And, like, yeah, <laughs> and they're going to have to. That's one of my favorite things about Apple. You know, they don't tend to make like these niche features that are hidden away on only one or two versions of device. They go, they wait until they think it's ready and then they go all in and they put it on like a million devices. So to your point, it was 
difficult to get HDR onto YouTube, for example. And now I think if a million people are uploading HDR videos, YouTube's going to have to make that way easier, way faster. And probably here pretty soon, because <laughs> there's going to be millions with HDR phones just like ready to go, like locked and loaded. What was your goal with this specific project, just getting up there, getting out? And I'm just like an aerial nut. Like, I mean, I do drone stuff and I do helicopter yeah. work. That's kind of, you know, what I love doing. And I've done a lot, you know, because I've done the 6S film and I've done some 11 Pro and, you know, and I've used some other phones in, in the air. I felt like, you know, that's what I would be strongest at. So I just like wanted to, you know, use that, you know, and then given like not really being able to travel and with COVID and everything, I just was like, all right, I think the best thing I could do, you know, with this project is just get up in the air as many, you know, as much as I can. And you just capture just the stunning, you know, I've shot San Francisco to death. But at the end of the day, it's just you know, now I want to show it in a whole new way. And I was able to just like focus on, you know, creating some shots that are unique and different from like that I've actually ever created, like ever created before. And like having such a small device on the gimbal and like a zoom lens and well, three lenses just all in one, you know, I was able to create such a wide variety of shots that like you just wouldn't be able to, create that easily with you know if you had a big camera with changing big lenses in and out like having to stabilize that and like keep the horizon and like you know the wind like being able to like be inside the window just enough so the wind's not knocking like the gimbal off and you know like it's you know and i've shot some synflex stuff with the you know the fancy like hollywood like where you're yeah the ball that's under the helicopter and it's got like a 30 to 300 lens on it and it's like you know, those are like $10,000 a day or like an hour pretty much when you're doing those types of projects. So like being able to like shoot stuff that like, you know, not at that quality, but like looks pretty dang good to like, yeah. you know, anyone's normal eye or just YouTube in general or Instagram, like uh, it, it, it still blows my mind <laughs> on what I'm able to create. One of my favorite things is that Apple has been very conscientious about doing everything in real time. So you're not shooting separate exposures and having to combine them later. You're not having to shoot something and then wait for it to process and see if you got it right. But pretty much what you see is what you get, including the HDR. One of my friends that I was like kind of talking with, like we do a lot of projects together and he's kind of more of my technical go-to. You know, he was like, is it HDR 10 or is it like what mode of HDR? And I was like, you know, I'm like more of like, there's different types of HDR, which like there are. And like, <laughs> but it's like, like, that's more of like my like first instinct question of like, you know, would Apple do like go down that path of like really confusing people? Like it's just HDR on an iPhone. Like, yes, it's 10 bit, which like, like how many people are going to get these phones that truly understand that or need to understand that or want to understand that is kind of like where I start to question. Like I see the, you know, it's very necessary and it's a very good thing to have, but yet because they're able to just put that, you know, make it as easy as possible. Like that's their goal. Like, you know, it's a phone for everyone. It's supposed to just create in the moment and capture the best moment for, you know, your mom capturing, you know, child memories to, you know, some guy like me, who's like trying to use it to the top ability that it can in like a situation that like you normally wouldn't 
you know, be in. Um, yeah. and, and, and that's kind of the beauty is that it's just, it's great for all of those, like, you know, all of those instances. I think for a lot of people, they're not going to know or care that it's 10 bit, but when, if, if anything looks off to them, like for us, it'd be about the dynamic range that we get, but for them, it'll be if the photo looks too over or underexposed, even if they don't know what that means and they can just go into the edit app and press like the wizard mm-hmm. button or just move it a few stops one way or the other. And it has those yep. extra bits of safety and they can recover, sure. like whether it's a birthday party or like a you know anything, it's just one more protection for them getting the best video they can get. I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's almost too good. Just like, I mean, being a photographer, we're always just like, you know, like the tech is like outperforming the photographers these days in a sense. And it's just like, how do we keep up and make it, (laughs) make it still like a business. But, uh, um, when it's just like, people are going to be creating just stunning stuff with this. It's going to be cool to see. So where, or how do you see this fitting into your tool set going forward? Is it going to be something you think about whether on its own or as part of an HDO or HDR workflow, or is it going to sort of be its own thing for my workflow? It's just like, it shoots HDR and I'm probably always going to have that on. Um, I'm going to use the phone, how like they kind of want you to, I'm going to shoot it in the highest quality settings. I I always do. Um, and you know, like I said, you know, even two years ago or multiple years ago, I've been like using it, like pushing my DSLR aside just because like, I know I'm going to get a shot that I love with the phone and like, and I've taken so many side by sides and there's times where I'm just like, I like the color and like, I like what the, the computing power of like the phone is doing more than like what I'm doing sometimes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. It's fascinating. And I can't wait for everybody to see uh, the film that you made. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. It was, uh, it was great to chat with you. I've been uh, watching your, your reviews and uh, learning, learning myself as I go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's very kind of you. Thank you, sir.